My guide. And my And my By night and by day. By night and by day. He was holy prophet. Wow. All right, Moors Islam, when announced that this meeting is now open. This is the Moore Science Temple of America, Muslim Mission 30, Columbus, Ohio. First and foremost, we always rise and give the highest praise to the Most High, our Creator, our Father God, Allah. We stand honest to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality. We stand honest to the forerunner to the prophet, our brother, Marcus Mosiah Garvey, for preparing the way for purity and love. We also extend honors to all the Adept sheiks and all the faithful Moors that make up the grand body of the Moorish divine national movement. We extend honors to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheik by our prophet, and that's our brother, Emily Il. We also extend honors to the current Supreme Grand Sheik and Grand Council of the Moorish Science Temple of America. And as always, honors to all the faithful Muslims here on this call. Islam, Brother Jackson Bay, would you please read our divine constitution and bylaws? Islam Sheikh, I rise giving perfect praise to Allah and honest to the Prophet Drew Ali, honest to the forefathers and foremothers, and honest to the Asiatic nations nations and the Muslims for the world. Salvation, Allah, unity, the Moor Science Temple of America, the Divine Constitution and Bylaws, Act One, the Grand Sheikh and the Chairman of the Moor Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the Prophet and the grand body of the Moor Science Temple of America. The assistant grand sheik is to assist the grand sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And it is known as the Moorish Science Temple of America. Act two, all means are to be open and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of because on a Friday, the first man was formed in flesh. And then on Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father, God, Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act 3, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Moorish Science Temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because Allah is love. Act 4, all members must preserve these holy and divine laws, and all members must obey the laws of the government, because by being a Moorish American, you are part and partial of the government and must live a life accordingly. Act 5, this organization of the Moorish Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. Act 6, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Nobu Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways, 
the Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7, all, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband, take care of your children, and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Jew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah. Noble Jew Ali, founder, Moorish American prayer, Allah, the father of the universe, the Father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my God, and my salvation by night and by day through his holy prophet, Juali. Amen. The Moore Science Temple of America, Home Office, Noble Juali, Home Office, Chicago, Illinois, USA, Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Muslims. Gratitude, brother Islam. Brother Kobe, would you please read our writs? Islam, Grand Sheik, <clears throat> I rise and give praise to our great God, Allah, rise and give honors to our prophet, noble Drew Ali, rise and give honors to the foreigner, Marcus, Messiah, Garvey, rise and give honors to all Muslims on the call and all Muslims on the planet, to the members of the Moor Science Temple of America, Islam, this is instruction from your prophet, noble Drew Ali. Be faithful unto your forefather divine and national creed, and you will be blessed for your good deeds that you saw in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world, and his judgment is on now, but the weak can comprehend it not. The end of times is drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet, I know with Juali. And that's why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see, ears to hear, but cannot hear. Least they'll be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving, and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your profit. Watch your enemies, dear Moors. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, Noble Juali. To be proclaimed at every meeting, Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful mores among you all and a desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens, they are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past, 
It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds and the ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moors movement. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world would not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being head. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, Noble Juali. Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work in their homes and on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I, the prophet, found you. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Noble Juali, and the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace, noble Juali. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Mosque. Gratitude, Brother Kobe. Uh, Sister Lachelle, would you please read our additional laws? Islam. I rise and give all praise to the great Father God Allah, honors to the Holy Prophet, Noble Juali, honors to the forerunner Marcus Messiah Garvey, honors to all Muslims on the call and all Muslims around the world questionary and additional laws for the Moorish Americans by the Prophet Noble Juali. Act 1. Grand sheiks and governors and heads of all temple, all business. Each said temple must be approved by the Prophet Noble Juali before acting upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance ETC that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC by the prophet or the grand sheet. Act two, 
All members are to attend their EDEP meeting and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period should be fined 50 cents on the first case and on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the more shoplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice as I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school. And the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so. Because out of your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are a part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe ordained noble Drew Ali, the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and impartial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in mind with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and mind pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Juali, through the guidance of his father God, Allah. Islam, happy holy day. All right, gratitude, sister. Uh, Brother Seymour Bay, would you please read the divine warning? Islam, Grand Sheikh. First, I rise and give praise to the Most High, Father God Allah. I give honors to our holy prophet, Noble Jura Ali, for bringing us a divine creed and nationality. I give honors to the forerunner to the prophet, our brother Marcus Garvey, for paving the way. I extend honors to all the members of the Morris Science Temple of America and to all you faithful Muslims on the call. Peace and blessings. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, 
are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to that state of mind, to their forefathers' divine and national principles, that they will be law-abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. And they are to claim their own free national name and religion. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they're glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is the free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I'm hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I'm depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asked for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizen of this day. 
Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and the South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost, and that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills, and neither will be harmed, because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people. And this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, diseases, ETC. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws. And through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good, but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with a divine plea to all true American citizens to help me in my great missionary work. Excuse me. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with a divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically ETC and their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they have fought the Southerner for all these great misuses. But I have traveled in the South and have examined the conditions there. And it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light from the prophet. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, family. Islam, brother, gratitude, gratitude. And happy Holy Day to um, for all the Moors that um, recently came in, Islam. Um, it's truly a blessing that we can come together on this holy day, especially in light of the fact that um, this, you know, no, nobody was teaching this to us. This wasn't being taught in the schools. Um, people thought the movement was dead. And here it is resurrected out of the blue, Islam. So it's definitely a pleasure to be here with you. Um, I want to speak on a few things today. Uh, we're going to be in chapter 39 in our Quran. Um, but before we do that, I want to read a, read a few things to you from Moorish literature briefly. 
Um, um, okay. Excuse the noise in the background. Um, you know, when the prophet was speaking to the Moors um, back at the first convention, he told them that he was going to be traveling to the seat of the government to claim the rights to the land that was uh, promised to have been set aside for us. Okay. He told this to the Moors. All right. And some people may say, well, what, what happened? You know, there, there were people who, who weren't true to, to um, the movement people who betrayed the prophet, but this was already in the works. This is why the prophet went to, um, before convention, he went to Cuba. He was recognized as a head of state, representing a real body of people, representing a nation, okay? And I'm gonna speak on some things from um, Moorish literature. For his, uh, one is the article that says, Moorish leader attends inauguration of governor. Okay, it says the Moorish Science Temple of America was re represented at the inauguration of Governor Louise L. Emerson in Springfield, Illinois, <clears throat> Monday, January 14th by Prophet Noble Drew Ali. It was a busy day for the distinguished Moorish leader in Springfield, beginning with breakfast aboard one of the special trains of the Illinois Central Railroad, attending the inaugural ceremonies of the State Arsenal Building, and ending with interviews with many distinguished citizens from Chicago who greeted him on every hand. The prophet expressed himself as being highly pleased with the trip and that many, the many courtesies included him by the military and state officials. Okay, and so just to um, add more context to this, the reason I'm reading, I'm reading this for a reason. Now, this is speaking about the prophet attending the inauguration of the governor of Illinois, right? And the way that he's, he's getting there, he's on he's on the special train, right? He's he's being greeted by all these distinguished citizens and other lawmakers, okay? And the reason why he, he's being extended this courtesy is because all of the Moors are moving as a unit, right? They're able to put people in office. Let's go to uh, the very next article. It says, Moors to celebrate birthday of founder, on the evening of January 8th, members of the Moore Science Temple of America will celebrate Prophet Noble Drew Ali's birthday with a Grand Moore's Ball in the main auditorium of Unity Hall, 3140 Indiana Avenue. The occasion will also be celebrated by all subordinate temples in other sections of the United States. The occasion will be the first of its kind in America and that all members participating will wear native Moroccan costumes. A number of prominent men, both of the business and public life in Chicago, will join the members in honoring the Moorish leader's birthday. Okay, and so when it's saying that prominent men are coming to celebrate the prophet's birthday, they're literally, they're talking about the Secretary of State. People of that position, people like the governors, lawmakers, congressmen, are coming to honor the prophet's birthday. And they're not just coming just to say, happy birthday, how you doing? Right. They're coming also to represent because business is being handled. Right. They want to get an office. They want something and he can assist them in that, you know, by by 
getting all the mores to move in one direction. We're going to vote. Okay, we'll put them in office, but we need you to do this for us. So this is why they're coming um, to the prophet's birthday. All right. So it's not even, it's not just Moors there. You have people of other ethnicities. Also, um, there's another article. Not going to read the entire article, but you can go and read it. It's in Moorish literature. It says Moorish leader on tour visits subordinate temples. Okay. And um, just skipping down to the second paragraph. Well, above it, that paragraph says during this tour, Special emphasis is being put on strict observances by the members. Um, skipping down, it's just saying this is these were adopted during the first annual convention of Moors in October 1928. So this is after the first convention. The message of the prophet published in the Moors Guide issue of November 10th has created favorable comments. It was directed to the nations as well as the Moors of the United States. Now, remember, when we spoke about convention, um, okay, you have the meeting, you have different heads of states from different cities, different towns coming to um, speak on the, the um, local economics of their local temples, all right? And then laws are being passed, a, a tax is being issued, right, to be collected um, for a per capita tax, right, to raise finance for the nation, for the national treasury. So this these um, issues that are being tackled here during convention, these are issues for a nation, all right? The governing bodies are being established, right? It's already been established who the grand body is, but the prophet also lets it be known that, okay, we have a judicial branch. We have the Supreme, Supreme Grand Council, right? And they're to work in conjunction with the grand body, not to overrun them, not to overrule them, right? So he's, he's letting it be known how we um, move as a unit. And then they have the parade. And the parade is to announce to the world that we're a nation. Okay, also during that convention, this is when he drapes the Moorish flag around the young girl and the American flag around the young boy and declares us a nation. And um, <clears throat> they were also made adepts. And I believe they were only around 10 years old. They were the youngest um, adepts. Um, at that time. But um, going back to this article, it also says two prominent visitors, excuse me, two prominent visitors from an Eastern country called at the Prophet's private study, 3140 Indiana Avenue, to personally compliment him on the article. All right. So he's also receiving dignitaries from other countries as well. And not trying to say that to sound like it's special or anything, because the Prophet also told us not to look to the east. He said no one's coming from the east to save us, right? So we're not trying to act like that special, but just letting it be known. If there were people from other countries who recognized him, and then also here, the government, the local government here for the United States of America, recognizing him as a head of state, okay? And the reason I'm saying this again is because um, when I was just speaking on before, where the prophet was telling the Moors that I'm going to you know, travel to the seat of government, all right? He's traveling back to the seat of government to claim the right to the land that was promised to have been set aside for us, right? When he's telling them this, there's, there's not some mystical reason as to why we're recognized, as to why we're respected. Not saying that there is no um, symbolism 
and who we are and what it means. Just saying that it's not just because, oh, we're Moors. We declared ourselves Moors. We know who we are. And now all of a sudden, they're going to bow down to us. They're going to give us what's ours. No, that's not how it works. Before the prophet did this, there were already temples in, in different states. They were already generating their own finance, had their own economic system, were able to move as a unit. You already had the leadership, a structure set up so that people will do what they're told. We're going to vote this way. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And so they had power. And this is why they were being respected. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that there's nothing important in declaring who we are and moving as a unit. That's important as well. But I'm just saying, you understand that it's not just the, oh, we're Moors, and, and that's all we have to do. Just declare it, put it on the record. Right, because that's a, a lot of the confusion. Like a lot of us think, we just need to put this on the record. We have to file this and file that, and uh, you can file stuff all day and night, and still be in a subservient position, still be in a um, position where you're disenfranchised, where you're not really recognized. Okay, um, now I'm saying this, and also letting you know. I mean, the prophet told the Moors, he said, "Hey, your very presence here." Today is shaking the government, right? Just the fact that you know who you are, you're wearing your, your national headdress, it's powerful because that relinks you back into the people who, who came over to this land before the great earthquake, which caused the Atlantic Ocean. So we're, we're the original um, owners of this land, right? This is our ancient dominions, and that's true. But... Um, I'm saying all this to say that it, it's not just about declaring who you are, okay? Real work was put into making that declaration mean something, and it took some time. It didn't take a long time. The prophet accomplished a lot in just three years, okay? But um, you have to be in a position where, okay, if they say, well, we're going to cut your electricity off, you have your own electricity, right? Your own power source, your own food, whatever it is that you claim you need, you need to be able to call the bluff, right? If people are um, saying that you, you don't really have what you claim to have, which is a nation. You have to actually be able to move as a nation, as a unit. And so I just wanted to share that just to say that this, this is why it worked. This is why it really worked. Um, for the person who just joined do, Islam, do we have that person's information? Islam. Hey, Islam, that's a, okay, Islam, brother. That All right, that's our brother from uh, Baltimore, right? Correct? Um, um, yeah, Maryland, Islam. Islam, brother, gratitude. All right, mm -hmm. so um, once again, just wanted to share that just to say that, um, you know, this it's not just about declaring your nationality. We have to move as a unit. We have to do the uplifting acts. We have to participate in the uplifting acts to empower ourselves. So, um, you know, we have we have work to do spiritually to, to cleanse ourselves, to make ourselves better. But then also physically, we, we can never leave that part out. You know, and the prophet stressed that um, throughout the literature, right, that, um, you know, a beggar nation cannot rise to their um, <clears throat> their highest capabilities. We can't. Right. So we have to take care of those issues and we can't ignore it. Um, I did just want to share that just so that we, we all understand that this, this is important 
And um, it's, it's not all just mysticism, right? There's a very real reason why what the prophet did carried weight and why he was respected and recognized. And that's something that, you know, may not always be talked about because that's not, you know, that, that takes a lot of work and um, it's not easy. But the, the, the Moors had grocery stores, the Moors had businesses, the Moors were starting to move as a unit politically as well as economically. And that carried a lot of weight. Islam. Um, let's go ahead, though, and go into chapter 39. Chapter 39 is holy instructions from the prophet, pinnacle of wisdom. Now, we've been speaking about the higher self, speaking about um, Allah and man, spirit man, speaking about soul. Um and then next we'll be talking about the, the five foes of man or talking about the lower self. But with these chapters that we've been going over, all right, we're, we're getting a, a more well-rounded understanding of our true nature. All right. Um, with this chapter being the pinnacle of wisdom, right? This is the highest point obtained in wisdom. Islam? Islam. All right. Did you, Islam, brother, I yield the floor. Did you uh, want to add something? Islam, no, no, carry on more. All right, Islam. Can you hear me more? Oh, we can hear you, brother. Okay, okay peace. Islam. All right, yes, yeah, so speaking on the pinnacle of wisdom, that's the highest point attained in wisdom. All right, let's go ahead and read this together, and um, then we can go back over the verses, starting with verse one. As the eye of the morning to the lark, as the shade of the evening to the owl, as honey to the bee, or as the carcass to the vulture, even such is life unto the heart of man. Okay, and pay attention because you're going to see that word in here very often, life. Right, that's in here a lot. Though bright it dazzleth not, though obscure it displeaseth not, though sweet it cloyeth not, though corrupt it forbiddeth not. Yet who is he that knoweth his true value? Um, learn to esteem as thou art. Then art thou near the pinnacle of wisdom. Think not with the fool that nothing is more valuable, nor believe with the pretended wise that thou oughtest to condemn it. Love is not thyself, but for the good it may be of to others. Gold cannot buy it for thee, neither mines of diamonds purchase back the moment thou hast now lost it. Employ the seceding ones in virtue. Say not that it were best not to have been born, or if born that it has been best to die early. Neither dare thou to ask of thy creator where has been the evil had I not existed. Good is thy power, the want of good is evil. And if thy question be just, lo, it condemneth thee. 
Would the fish swallow the bait if he knew the hook were hidden wherein, uh, therein? Would the lion enter the toils if he saw that they were prepared for him? So neither were the soul to perish with this clay, neither would a merciful father have created him. No hence thou shalt live afterwards as the bird enclosed in the cage before he seeth it, yet careth not his flesh against his sides. So neither labor thou vainly low. Right, and, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I apologize, I saw that way wrong. Um, so neither labor thou vainly to run the state thou art in, but know it is allotted thee and be content with it. Though his ways are uneven, yet they are not all painful. Accommodate thyself to all, and where there is the least appearance of evil, suspect the greatest danger. When thy bed is straw, thou sleepest in security, but when thou stretchest thyself on roses, beware of the thorns. A good death is better than an evil life. Strive therefore, therefore to live as though, um, excuse me, to live as long as thou oughtest, not as long as thou canst. While thy life is to others worth more than thy death, it is thy duty to preserve it. Complain not with the fool of the shortness of thy time. Remember with thy days thy cares are shortened. Take from the period of thy life the useless part of it, and what remaineth. <clears throat> Take off the time of thine infancy, thy second infancy of age, thy sleep, thy thoughtless hours, thy days of sickness, and even at thy fullness of years, how few seasons hast thou, um, excuse me, hast truly numbered. He who gave thee life as a blessing shortened it to make it more so. To what end would longer life have served thee? Wishest thou to have had an opportunity of more vices? As to the good, he will not excuse me, as to the good, will not he who limited thy span be satisfied with the fruits of it? To what end, O child of sorrow, wouldst thou live longer to breathe, to eat, to see the world? All this thou hast done often already. Too frequent repetition, is it not tiresome? Or is it not superfluous? Wouldst thou improve thy wisdom and thy virtue? Alas, what art thou to know? Or who is it that thou shalt teach thee? Badly thou employest the little thou hast. Dare not therefore to complain that the more is not given thee. Repine not at thy want of knowledge. It must perish within the grave. Be honest here and thou shalt be wise hereafter. Say not unto the crow, where, why numberest thou seven times thy Lord? Or to the fawn, why aren't thine eyes to see my offspring a hundred generations? Are these to be compared with thee in the abuse of life? Are they righteous? Are they, are they cruel? Are they ungrateful? Learn from them, rather, that innocence of manners are the path of good old age. Excuse me. Knowest thou to employ life better than these, then less of it may suffice thee. Man who in 
dares enslave the world when he knows he can enjoy his tyranny but for a moment? What would he not aim at if he were immortal? Enough that hap, hap thou of life, but thou regardest it not. Thou art not in want of it, O oh man, but thou art prodigal. Thou threwest it away lightly, as if thou hadst more than enough, and yet thou repinest not. It is not gathered again unto thee. Know that it is not abundance which maketh rich, but economy. The wise continueth to live from his first period. The fool is always beginning. Labor not after riches first and think thou wilt have, uh, excuse me, labor not after riches first and think thou wilt afterwards enjoy them. He who neglecteth the present moment throweth away all that he hath. As the arrow passeth through the heart, while the warrior knew not that it was coming, so shall his life be taken away before he knoweth that he hath it. What then is life that man should desire it? What breathing that he should covet it? Is it not a sense of delusion, a series of misadventures, a pursuit of evils linked on all sides together? In the beginning, it is ignorance. Pain is in its middle, and in its end is sorrow. As one wave quickly on another till both are involved <coughs> in that behind them, even so succeedeth evil to life. Excuse me. Even so succeedeth evil to evil in the life of man. The greater and the present swallow up the lesser and the past. Our terrors are real evils. Our expectations look forward into possibilities. Fools to dread as mortals and to desire as if immortal. What part of life is it that we should wish to remain with us? Is it youth? Can we be in love with outrage, licentiousness, and temerity? Is it age? Then we are fond of infirmities. Is it, it is said, gray, hair, gray hairs are revered, and length of days in honor. Virtue can add reverence to the bloom of youth, and without it, age plants more wrinkles in the soul than on the forehead. Is age respected because it hateth riot? What justice is in this when it is not age that despises pleasure, but pleasure that despises age? Be virtuous while thou art young, so shall thine age be honored. Islam. Um, let's go ahead and go back to the beginning of this verse. Um, before um, we start speaking on this, does anybody have anything they would like to share or any views about uh, chapter 39? Uh, Islam Grand Sheik, I rise and give all praise to great God Allah, and rise and give honor to Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Uh, I wonder, uh, this is a great build if you really look at the just the time never was when man wasn't, and the stance of how you can look at, uh, just say with age, how if you look at the state of mind that most people look at, they look at, oh, I have. I have to do this in this amount of time. And everything is always measured in something that is not naturally measured for you. Uh, it's not like if you look at like how they can have a graph of anything 
but is that a graph for you or is that just a graph for you know whomever or whatever islam i yield the floor i just wanted to just add that part to it islam brother man definitely on point uh let's see uh sister sister douglas islam i yield the floor islam Praise Allah, honors to his prophet, noble Drawali, honors to all of Allah's prophets, honors to the forerunner of the prophet, Marcus Mosiah Garvey, honors to all you Muslims on the call this evening. Islam, Muslims, happy holy day. I would like to add um, my portion of understanding to this measure, and I agree with uh, the brother. This is a beautiful measure. Um, how I see it as this chapter explains our existence each and every one of us as spirit, soul, and flesh all in one. And it's telling us that all life is precious because by, by understanding and knowing who we truly are, and especially like our own lives here is very precious. It's a gift from God. And we chose our paths to experience this life in in the very ways that we're experiencing in our own lives to build up the bonds of affections, not only to each other, but to the most high Father God Allah. Our lives brings us, well, the experience that we all have, they, the lessons are full of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And with these lessons, we become stronger every day and we kind of like transform, you know, from caterpillars to butterflies. And when we take our observations, we can um, actually reach higher heights in who we are as masters of self and finding true peace on earth. Islam, I yield the floor. Islam, sister, gratitude on point as always. Islam, brother Jackson Bay, I yield the floor. Uh, Islam, peace and love. Uh, the the things that spoke to me in this um, measure was just being um, content with your life um, and content with the virtues that you can attain um, as far as wisdom, right? And then also understand that uh, just the balance and what I, what spoke to me is um, having making more of your life. I'm just I'm just summarizing making more of your life and being content with the things that you do in life. So that way, let's say you only live to about twenty two or whatever, you have done and for, made the most out of your life. That less of your life will actually be more to you. So it's just understanding certain little things when it comes to wisdom. You know, and contentment is one, and contentment that makes you um, employ moderation. You know, like I don't need to have all this fun, or I don't need to study all this much. The balance in for what makes your life um, right for you. That's what I. That's what I see, and I, I was getting from it, along with a bunch of other things, because this chapter hits on several points to understanding wisdom itself. But that's what I want to speak on: peace and love. Sure. Islam, brother, gratitude for sharing. Islam, so um, yeah, I definitely agree with everything everybody's saying. We are we're all hitting on the same thing, really here that um, we're being given a a greater 
um, perspective on life, right? The, the word life is in here 11 times, right? The word live is in here um, at least three times, right? Maybe more than that, okay? But it's in here because we're, we're being given a proper perspective on life, right? right? Life is fleeting, right? And especially without wisdom, okay? And, and without wisdom, we're just carrying out on like, like the, the rest of the creatures, the rest of the animals, right? We're just living, we're just eating, sleeping, eating, procreating, doing all the things that, that all of the other creations do. But without that, that proper understanding and, and um, proper application of life, right? There's not really anything greater than us, but or greater within us. But when we um, look at chapter 35, Verse 19 in the Quran. All right, that's holy instructions from the prophet religion. So 3519, it says, but thee, he hath distinguished with peculiar favor and exalted thy station above all creatures. Okay, also in the next chapter, 36 verse 9, it says, Allah formed thee as he formed these. After them all wert thou created. Superiority and command were given thee over all. And of his own breath did he communicate to thee the principle of knowledge. And some of you probably already know what I'm going to say next. In the Quran, Surah 2, Ayah 30. Right? Allah made man his vice-regent, his lord over the earth. He gave us dominion. Okay? So then, then that word was caliphate. Right? So... Allah made us his vice reason. So we, we're given this exalted station. Man is set apart. So we have a higher purpose. All right. And without this understanding of our connection to Allah. Right. This is why it says pinnacle of wisdom. Right. We're given this understanding, this true understanding of why we're here. Because without it, we're just living for what purpose. Right. But why, why do you want to live longer? So you can eat more, sleep more. Right, that's why we're given the descriptions in here, the things that we do. How many times do, do we just, you know, waste time, you know, just idle time, right? Watching TV, sleeping, right? There's so many things that we do. And it's like, without a proper understanding of our connection to Allah, life is just fleeting, right? It's just, you know, it's just coming and going, okay? And so we're given this, um, perspective so that we can we can keep this at the forefront of our minds as we go through life and so that we can gain more out of our experience and, and begin to live up to our potential. Um, in verse two, uh, just want to go over some of these words. I know some of these uh, words we don't use that often, but where it says, though bright, it dazzleth not. Though obscure, it displeaseth not. Though sweet, it cloyeth not. Though corrupt, it forbiddeth not. Yet who is he that knoweth his true value? And then that word cloyeth, that's to cause distaste or, or disgust, right? By supplying with too much of something originally pleasant, right? Something's like real, real sweet, real rich and sweet, okay? And so, and this is talking about life, right? Because verse one is, as the eye of the morning to the lark, as the shade of the evening to the owl, as honey to the bee, or as the carcass to the vulture, even such is life unto the heart of man. 
right? But then it gives you another perspective. Though bright, it dazzleth not. Though obscure, it displeaseth not. Though sweet, it cloyeth not. Though corrupt, it forbiddeth not. Yet who is he that knoweth its true value? So if we don't know the true value of life, we're not really gaining the most out of our experience while we were truly created, okay? And, and Allah gave us the ability to make our own choices. Choices, So we can to waste time. We can choose to do that which is not Allah's will. We have that freedom. But ultimately, right, we're to get back in alignment. Um, there's another verse I wanted to point out. Hang on, Morris. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Also in uh, verse um, 17 in here, to what end, O child of sorrow, wouldest thou live longer to breathe, to eat, to see the world? All this thou hast done often already, too frequent repetition. Is it not tiresome or is it not superfluous? And, um, right. This is, you know, this is, it sounds like a negative, right? It, if we're doing this all the time, we were, we've already done all of this before, right? So it's it's um you know it could be tiresome, and and that word um superfluous. Uh, hang on, that's being more um more than sufficient, right? It's it's excessive, right? So we're given this explanation of like you know all of these things that if you really want to live longer, right? Well, what are you gonna do? Right. All of these things that are kind of monotonous and tiresome. Right. Um, but we're we have a higher purpose. So if we don't understand that, that's the cycle that most of us are in. Right. And it's just gratifying the desires of what? Of the lower self, the carnal self. And not saying it as, as if that's a bad thing or something. Just saying that if, if that's if that's all that we're here for. And that's the culture that gets pushed to us. Um, I guess you could say through the mainstream. That's all we're we're getting. You know, eat more. Um, you know, have more sex. Uh, drink more. Try these drugs. Just all of these things, just to gratify the lower self. And of course, get more money. Get more clothes. More shoes. What's what's your fetish? What's your fix? Right. Get get more of that stuff. Gucci belts, right? Just things to, to satisfy the lower self. And, and all of that is, is tiresome, right? It's, it's just repetitious. And it's like, you can only do that for so long. So if, if we were living 400, 500 years, right? And that's all we're about, you know, is the lower self. I mean, it, it, would, it would just be miserable, miserable. Right. So it's actually a good thing <laughs> that life is shortened, especially given the state of where um, fallen humanity is, okay? I'm not saying that it needs to stay like that. We need to raise ourselves up. We need to raise our thoughts up to infinite wisdom. But um, yeah, you know, if that's where it is, like like it says, wouldst thou live long to breathe, to eat, to see the world, right? That's monotonous. That's tiresome because it's just it's just all desires of the lower self of the flesh all right um it's about four 
Islam, I see you, Kobe. Hang on one second. Um, for the person that just joined uh, Terrell, would you please let us know where you're calling from? I don't know if his mic is on. If, it, if this is your first time on Zoom, you're going to have to um, tap the screen to bring up the option so you can turn on your mic. Hang on a second. Yeah, if you touch your screen, you should see the mic at the bottom so you can turn on your microphone. But um, yeah, uh, for the brother that just uh, got on the phone call, we need you to share. Okay, Islam. Uh, Islam, brother Kobe, I yield the floor. Uh, Islam Grand Sheik, uh, I just wanted to just add a little bit of input. Uh, as far as uh, uplifting our people, we really do got to uh, uplift us uh, as far as understanding the higher and lower self, uh, as far as even studying that within ourselves, because the first thing the prophet teaches you to know yourself. So when you study yourself and then you get introduced to really knowing what the higher and lower self does, and most of our people are are just not really kind of aware of that. You know, they're still thinking God is in the sky. They're still thinking it's the devil below. So that's the part of it. I notice an uplifting because it's really awakening the spirituality. So they know that something's not right when it comes to that God above and the devil below, but it's still like a habit. And, you know, it, it, it does take a lot. You even see that on social media with Moors. Moors are still go to Christianity as as far as how they talk about even giving any knowledge. Islam, I yield the floor. Islam, brother. And um, Islam, like we, as Moors, as Moors Americans, we have to lead by example, Right. We have to put these teachings into practice. Um, just going to the, the next verse in um, verse 18, where it says, uh, Wouldest thou improve thy wisdom and thy virtue? Alas, what art thou to know? Or who is it that shall teach thee? Badly thou employest the little thou hast. They're not therefore to complain that the more is not given thee. So once again, it's speaking, you know, just um, on how... Right. Um, we're even misusing what we do have, you know, what, what wisdom, what insight is given to us. Right. And this isn't to beat us down or to make anyone feel bad. It's, it's just being honest, you know, about the, um, what, what most of us are going through. Right. And um, bringing back clarity to why we're truly here. Right. We're, we're not here just to to gratify the lower self. Right, we have a higher purpose. And if we are here just doing that, right, we we don't really need any more time. Right. The shortness, the shortness of life is actually a blessing. Um Islam. All right, and um uh, moving forward, uh Yeah. 
I want to hit on one more verse. Right, hang on, Martha, uh, verse, going to um, verse 29 and 30, as one wave pushes on another till both are involved in that behind them, even so succeedeth evil to evil in the life of man. Greater and the present shall swallow up the lesser and the past. Our terrors are real evils. Our expectations look forward into impossibilities. Fools to dread as mortals and to desire as if immortal, right? Um, 31, too, what, what part of life is it that we should wish to remain with it? Youth, can it be in love with outrage, licentiousness, and temerity, or is it age and we are fond of infirmities? So um, just looking at this, um, where it's saying fools to dread as mortals, right? Right, this is basically speaking on, like, I mean, fools, just when it's saying here, saying that, you know, fools are, people who act unwisely, right? So when it's saying fools to dread as mortals, right? This is speaking on basically the, the complexity and the contradiction of finite man, right? And once again, when we're speaking on finite man, we're speaking on the lower self, the physical um, carnal self, because in one instance, right? You're being overcome by fear, intense fear, you know, fear of death, you're mortal. But then in the next, you have a desire to be immortal, right? But what would we do, right, in, in, in the lower self if we were immortal? Same thing that we were speaking on before, right? What would we be, be wanting to prolong? What would we be wanting to continue to do, right? So that we can experience more desires, so that we can satisfy more desires, all right. And so, you know, it's it's foolish. And then just as it says in 31, like what what do we want to remain with us? There's a um, push to be young, to stay young. Um, that's like the culture here. Um, I know from um, living overseas, right, living in, in Brazil for um, years there, like at the time, the president there, he had a beard. Right. He's an older man. When we looked on TV there, we see older men, older women, right? And we that was like a, a culture shock, me and my wife, because we're from here. And like, they, they try to get rid of the, the elderly and they just try to get rid of people, period, as they age, right? Everyone's supposed to be young. It's all about being young. Like there's an obsession with it, with youth, right? Everyone on TV has got to be young or look young. Now people get in plastic surgery and all of these things. Right. And so why why do you want to do that? Right. And it is giving us the like the um tendencies of youth. Right. Can we be in love with outrage, licentiousness, and temerity? Temerity is um temerity is foolhardy disregard of danger, reckless boldness, rashness. Right? Licentiousness is lacking moral discipline, sexually unrestrained, unrestrained by law having no regard for accepted rules or standards, right? Um, and then it's also saying then on the flip side, is it age? Then we are fond of infirmities, right? Having, having issues, um, the body breaking down, 
right? Weaknesses, physical weaknesses. Okay. So there's a there's an imbalance just in in that mindset. And um all of this once again comes from just being um in in the mindset of trying to gratify lower desires. Um I thought I saw a hand raise, but I guess not. It was wrong. All right. So just to sum this back up, um, you know, in this chapter, um, it's called the pinnacle of wisdom. It's giving us um a true, a divine um oversight or mindset, you know, to to approach on a daily basis, life in general, right? To keep that in mind of what we're truly here for, right? We're not here to gratify the lower desires. And if that's what we are here for, we're you know gonna be a wasting of time. Right. And so it's giving us a proper perspective on things. Islam, um does anybody else have any questions or, or anything you would like to share about uh, chapter 39? Islam. Islam. Can you hear me, you hear me more? Islam, brother, I yield the floor. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I was trying to find the hand thing, but, you know, I couldn't find it. So anyway, um, I believe it goes back to what you was what you were saying earlier with regard to... Uh, <clears throat> Building a nation, you know, it takes it takes a lot of understanding and wisdom for us to build our nation, and, and we as individuals need to understand that we cannot understand everything. You know, I cannot be a lawyer, a chemist, a doctor, an engineer, a scientist, all in one. It takes a man of society for each of us to look into ourselves and see what we can, uh, how, how we can obtain our knowledge and understanding and how we can help and, uh, and apply to our nation. So, <clears throat> you know, I look at it as we each have a part to give and we, you know, have to humble ourselves and know, you know, because, you know, even with the streets, you know, people to pick up the garbage, if we didn't have people to pick up the garbage, you know, we would we, we would we would be in disease and everything. So we don't look down on that person because that's what they're doing. You know that helps the society. You know, so it's an abandoned society that we share our knowledge and understanding and wisdom and understand that you know that we don't have all the knowledge and and, and, and understanding to ourselves. You know, we look at uh, how Putin is destroying Ukraine. You know, as a tyrant. You know, with no with no regard for human life and suffering. You know, because they want more, they want to control more, they want, you know, to have everything. You know, they 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 want it all now. You know, and the same with uh, you know individuals that obtain knowledge and wisdom who use it just for their selfish gain. You know, um, I got two hundred billion dollars, but I don't want to help no one. You know. And I look at uh, first, uh, <clears throat> I wanted to say something on verse 26 about <clears throat> labor night after riches first and think that will afterwards enjoy them. He who neglected his present moment throweth away all that he has. As the arrow passes through the heart while the warrior knew not that it was coming, so shall his life be taken away before he knoweth that he has it. <clears throat> so I knew two boxes who grew up in our community, one with Sugar Ray Leonard, and 
One was Derrick Holmes. And back in the day, Derrick Holmes was, was supposed to be the better boxer. And he uh, aspired to be a champion one day. But he never put in the work to get that. You know, he never ran and, 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 and stayed on his uh, program. So his bread was eaten by another. And that goes with us. You know, when we, um, I feel like when we out there trying to achieve something, you know, we have to understand what it is that we're trying to do and how can we achieve that and how can we get there, you know, so that, you know, we won't feed ourselves with win. You know, a lot of people, you know, want to do so much and do so many things, but they're not putting in the necessary work. You know, we want to build a nation, but what are you contributing to the nation? You know, you want wealth, you want nice things, but what are you, what are you contributing, you know, for that nation? And not only that, but, you know, our ancestors, you know, and our, and our grandfathers and parents, you know, you know, they built generation, generational wealth and, and understanding the past on, you know, we had libraries and, and things before people came and destroyed them and put their names on them, but, you know, it's to, it's to understand and know that our wisdom that we learn, you know, is, is for the benefit of others, not only just for ourselves, but, you know, we learn and, and we achieve things to benefit others. You know, I just wanted to say that part more, you know, and, um, you know, I like whatever one they said thus far, you know, it's, you know, that's what, that's what we need. Well, we need, we need unity, but we need to understand you know what is our portion, and what do we understand? Because like the first two, the first two verses, it's like you know they go hand in hand. You know because these some of these things are necessary to see these creatures. You know even we might not understand it. You know, but that's just the nature of things. In the same way with us, you know, we just have to understand the nature. You know, people get knowledge and wisdom, and you know. They think they have it all. They think they know it all. And they don't want to share it with no one. Peace. Islam, brother, gratitude. I'm glad you um, brought that up too, what you were saying about verse 26. Um, like people, we we all need to ask ourselves like what, what we're really doing this for. And um, with the movement, with the Morris Divided National Movement too, um, why why are you here? Why why am I here? Um, am, am I here because I, I think that I'm gonna um, be able to get out of something? And is it because I'm looking at what's going on in the world and I'm scared? Am I thinking that I'm gonna get some kind of money out of this? Like they're gonna give me something for free? You know, these these are really we we need to ask ourselves what we're really trying to do. Why we're really here? You know, is it because we want to build something? for ourselves, for our children and grandchildren. And we're willing to do the work to, to make it last. Uh, because, you know, as, as you were saying, like if if the intent is not on a higher plane, if it's just coming in off of a lower desire, like, you know, some people might think that being a more means you can have as many wives as you, you know, <laughs> like as you can handle, right? And and it's like, if why why do you want that many wives? You're not saying that this stuff is good or bad. Just saying, is it just to gratify lower desires? Because if it is, 
it ain't going to work. It's not going to work. It's not sustainable. And as it says in here, like, this is why the life is cut short. Because if we're trying to prolong these um, earthly desires, just the gratification of all this stuff, it's not going to work. We, we have to have a higher purpose. That's why we have the divine principles we, of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And that's also why if anyone is trying to come here into the temple and they have those lower desires, they, they won't stick around that long because they still have to do work on themselves because that's not what we're about, right? We really want to, yeah, to, to um, follow these principles, you know, so that we can take ourselves and our children so that we're not drowning in the cares of the world. And um, on that note, I want to uh, give the floor to Sister Lachey El Islam. Islam. Islam, I just wanted to uh, read 25. Uh, the wise continue to live from his first spirit, the fool is always beginning. And then um, in verse 28, where it says, it is not a scene of delusion, a series of misadvantage, a pursuit of evils linked on all sides together. And then it points out, it says in the beginning, it is ignorance, pain is in the middle and its end is sorrow. So to me, it seems like it's just keeps repeating itself. So until I guess, um, you know, we do our duties as Moorish Americans, we'll, you'll just be in that cycle and we're trying to get away from that as the brother said, to build a nation and for everyone to do their portion and for everyone, um, you know, to um, do the work. It'll be a repeated cycle, like you're saying, it's not gonna change. So if we wanna see the change, we have to be the change that we wanna see. It's not. Islam sister, and I'm, I'm glad you said that. I want to um, just add to that. We're trying to get off of that um, that hamster wheel, right? Like you were saying, it, it's just a cycle, a series of misadventures, a pursuit of evils linked on all sides together. So we we definitely, as Moorish Americans, we don't want to be stuck in that, you know, we don't want to be a hamster just running in place on that wheel until it ends, right? So we, we definitely want to do the work to raise our thoughts to infinite wisdom and, and to do our best, you know, to, to live up to our higher purpose. And that's why we meet on the holy day. So that regardless of what we're going through in life, regardless of what, you know, is going on out there, war, <laughs> it's always some war, pandemic, right? So regardless of all that, we meet, we come together so that we can get right, so that we can make sure that we're on the path the higher path. And that's why we hold to this as Muslims. Islam, does anybody else have anything they'd like to share? Islam, uh, peace and love. <clears throat> I just uh, want to say um, I love what everybody said. And I just want to add to this that I was just thinking about it, the pinnacle of wisdom is the will of Allah, and the will of Allah is love made manifest, right? So that's that's what I think in the love made manifest, which is love, shows us the balance of life in the middle path, the straight path. So peace and love. Peace. Islam, Muslim, gratitude for that share, Islam. Um, 
before we um, go into the closing of the meeting, I want to ask, does anyone have any anything else you would like to share? Any questions? Um, even if they're not in regards to chapter 39, I want to go ahead and open the floor up to our questions or comments. Yeah, brother, yeah, brother Sheik, I had a question for you. I came in a little late. Um, <clears throat> this document you have up here, I, I, I can't hardly read it. And I was trying to open it up. <clears throat> Um, what would, what did you say this document was more? I, did, I was I was trying to follow you. Okay, you, you well, um, that's that's just the um, document from our uh, for our mission. Um, it, it was signed by the brother Bailey L, uh, dated okay. September twenty nineteen. Um, authored okay. <laughs> yeah to propagate the faith. Okay. Islam, brother. All right. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't reading from that. Um, I was reading from the Moorish literature earlier. Okay. Okay, more. All right, Islam. Does anybody else have anything you would like to share or any questions? Okay. Um, all right. If there's no questions, um, before we close, I just wanted to. Um, share with everybody. We we will have a meeting on March 27th. Let me get that date. Make sure that date's correct. In person meeting or online? Islam, brother. We're meeting in person. Okay. At the at the library downtown Columbus, the main library, from two to four thirty. It's the last Sunday this March. That's on March 27th. I don't have the address right in front of me, but it's it's the main library downtown. It's on um, Grant Avenue. Sure. All right, two to four thirty. That Sunday, the twenty seventh. All right, right here downtown Columbus, and um, also if if any Moors haven't already made a um, a profile, go to MoorishAmericans.com. That's the website for our, our local temple here in Columbus. And you can make a free profile on there. Um, we'll be using that website more often in the future. We have a forum on there and we can communicate on there. And I have to depend on things like Facebook and stuff that we don't own. Islam. So everybody, if you all right, make sure you go to MoorishAmericans.com. And uh, Moorish Americans. It's Moorish Americans, like M O O R I S H, Moorish Americans dot com all right and um on that note let's go ahead and close out all meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love truth peace freedom and justice we ask that everyone please rise and face the east for the closing prayer for anyone that's uh, new to this we stand with our heels together feet at a 45 you do not need to repeat after me this uh young Moabitus is gonna lead us. Allah, by our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creative principles. We ask this in thy holy name in the seventh Elohim. Amen. Amen. Islam. All right, happy holy day, Moors. Peace and love. This meeting is now adjourned. Peace and love, brother.
Happy Holy Day. Love. Um, peace, peace of love. love. Happy Holy Day.